he's not even listening to me. He's got his Oculus and stuff on. Oh yeah, he's playing his games. Hey, 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 this is Mary, another episode of Mary Unapologetic. I have two guests tonight, and they are actually Grace and Derek Kessler's. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Hello. Kessler. Hi, Mary. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. How's uh, Florida, by the way? How's the weather? Uh, well, this week it's not so great. It's, it's very windy and slightly rainy. But other than that, I mean, it's, uh, it's warm. Oh, okay. That's good. <clears throat> we have like a weird weather going on here right now in California. It's like cold and then it gets hot. So it's not windy though. But anyway, I brought you guys in because I know Derek used to work for a company and he decided to go on his own. And so I thought that I'll catch up with you guys and see what's the pros and cons of owning a business. Is Mr. Oh. Kessler available? <laughs> yes, Mr. Kessler is here and available. <laughs> Mr. Kessler, you know, I looked up your uh, website. I like it. Um, oh, thank you. How did you come up with the logo there? Um, well, it just kind of played into the name The Dent Demon. It's just uh, a name that always uh, that I always liked. It just rolls off the tongue well, and I thought it would make a really cool logo, and it would be uh, something that would stick in people's minds, and I actually hired a, uh, a well-known local artist here to design it for me. Mm. So did you actually ask your wife or wifey? You know, I like to call it wifey, you know, for her opinion, whether, hey, what do you think? Is this a good, you know, catchy logo or even the name? Oh, of course. I ask her opinion on everything. We're, we're pretty uh, yeah. much equals in everything. We're, we're, we're 50-50 on all of our decisions, opinions, all that sort of stuff. Oh, and, uh, I so. like that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it works well, you know. So I, I definitely bring everything to her, and she thought it was great too. It's it's catchy, it's gimmicky, and uh, you know, people seem to like it. And then when she liked it, I was thrilled, and I just ran with it. Okay, good. Now, uh, my question to you: Has anyone approached you or asked you, what, you know, hey, how did you come up with this logo or even the name? Is it like a, you know, how sometimes things are like a conversation starter, you know, or? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. And yeah, I do get asked those questions a lot. People, uh, a lot of people actually love my logo and I, a lot of people ask me, uh, you know, if I could give them the information to the artist that made it mm -hmm. and how much did it cost me, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, and I also get asked all the time, like what made me want to call myself the dead demon. And if I was worried that that would put some people off because it sounded, uh, you know, evil and anti-godlike. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's where I'm gonna get to. Ned. And that was yeah, my next question. To, yeah, re relax, people. It's not that serious. It's, <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. So you that was actually my next question. So basically, you've thought about this already. That hey, maybe you know, some customers out there, they might think it's like, oh, it's, you know, evil and, you know, demon, uh, you know, you haven't come across any customers saying something like negative about it? Um, not necessarily to my face as of yet, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I've had people that, you know, that weren't customers, you know, that, that, that expressed that concern. And I just simply say, well, then if, you know, if those people are put off by it, they're not my customers. Uh -huh. <laughs> Fine with me. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, not not everything's for everybody, and if somebody's just turned off by a logo rather than reputation, then that's on them. Uh-huh. They're lost, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, basically, <clears throat> you know, it doesn't represent anything. It's just like something that probably. I mean, it doesn't mean that it's something you support. It's just like something that you thought that it's probably like creative, correct? Yeah, no, exactly. And and I've always been drawn towards the more evil things. Like I like horror movies and 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 stuff like that. I like Halloween. I like skulls. I like devils and demons. You know, I just I just think it's cool stuff. I'm just into that sort of a thing. You, you know, know, that's all. I'm not a I'm not a devil worshipper. I mean, I'm not religious <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm not religious at all, actually, on any level. So uh, I, I don't buy into any of that stuff. For me, it's all just uh, it's it's looks and, and fun to play with. So I think uh, people forget that there's like the dirt devil, you know, the vacuum. That's cleaner. true. That's, yeah. yeah, that's, that's true. a huge name brand household item. You know, and <clears throat> exactly. I think people tend to forget they're so used to that name. So I'd like to, I'd like to remind them of that when they question Dent Demon. There you go, Derek. So if any customer, uh, you know, approach you and say, hey, what do you think about, you know, then you just say, hey, there's a dirt devil. Yeah, see, <laughs> now, now you see why I married Grace. Thanks yeah. that <laughs> yeah. She's got, have a counter. Yeah, she's got beauty and brain, right, Aww. and body, right? So she's got yeah, all the whole package. Not, he's the brains behind the operation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be the face. He could be the brains. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, you know. I mean, you, you know, when you see Derek the first time, you know, if you don't talk to him, people will have this perception that's like, oh, I don't want to approach him because he's probably like this mean, big guy. But it's really not. He's like a little teddy bear. <laughs> not mean at all, actually. Huh? That's just a aggressive bitch face. What? He's fine. He's not. That's just his resting bitch face. He's really not nice guy. <laughs> it's, my, it's my resting demon face. <laughs> no, but he's like when you talk to him, it's like there's more to him than, you know, meets the eye. He's actually like he can hold like a deep um, you know, uh, smart conversation, you know, like something like uh, of a substance, Educated you know what I'm saying? conversation, yeah. 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 Some, sometimes, yeah. depends on how much whiskey I've had, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you speak well, you speak with compassion and conviction, and yeah. you know, you're, you know, you're, what you say makes sense. Yes. Yeah, well, well it's thank not you, like, I do try. It's not like something like <laughs> totally out there, you know, because I can't talk to those people that's like when they start talking and then they start telling me stuff that's like totally out there, I'm just like, wow. Where am I? Am I on the twilight zone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I understand. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but you, you are right about that, Mary, with the, uh, with the facade. People people always have a different impression of me at first until they start talking to me and get to know me. And I have several friends that, uh, you know, we, we started off on the wrong foot because they just thought I was something totally different. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, now we're the best of friends today. Oh, so I do get good. judged. Yes. And, uh I'm used to it. And that's also kind of plays into my logo a little bit. You know, it's also something that you just judge kind of right off the bat, uh, whether for good or for for uh, for bad. Um, but even my logo has little pieces of me in there. I made his eyes green. So I have green eyes. I put the earrings on him, a similar hairstyle. So. So, yeah, it's all about that perception. Yeah, that's why you know what? That's why I make it a point that I don't judge people. You know, like, you know, like there's a saying, don't judge the book by its cover because you don't know what you're going to find. It could be a treasure, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about your business. Okay. So for the longest time you were working for someone or for a company and then you decided to kind of like do your own thing. Tell us, you know, tell us the story about that. Okay. Well, yeah, I've, uh, since I, since I started working, I've, I've always been in like the corporate world. 
Um, I got my start in the car business when I was about 17, 18 years old, uh, working for the big uh, car dealership that everybody knows, CarMax, the big used car wholesaler. And I was just one of their lot monkeys. I basically just, uh, I, I parked cars and I put stickers on them and I was making eight bucks an hour, you know, just a job. And then uh, as I, uh, as I progressed in the company there over the coming months, uh, I learned that they had in-house things and they offered things like to learn how to paint. They offered things like uh, detailing and PDR was one of the things that they did. And my boss at the time, uh, he, he said he liked my work ethic and asked me if I'd be interested in training to do PDR. And my first question was, will I make more money than $8 <laughs> an hour? <laughs> That's and a good question. Said, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And he said, yes, absolutely. You'll get paid like a mechanic. You get paid a certain amount of hours per job, yada, yada. And that's all I cared about. And I thought it was some easy, easy thing. So I said, sure, send me off the training, some five-week deal in Virginia. And uh, I signed up. And that's how I got into PDR. And how long until you decided to go on your own? Okay. Well, like I said, I started at CarMax, got into it that way, got trained there. Uh -huh. uh, I only stayed there for, I don't know, probably about another year or so. And then I went to go work for another company. big corporate company, uh -huh. uh, which is known today as AutoNation. At the time, it was called Maruni um, here in South Florida. And the guy who originally hired me at CarMax was the guy who brought me on to Maruni because he had also moved over to that company, offered me more money per hour to come and work for him over there. So I went over there, worked there for about three years, just being a uh, in-house guy for that corporation. And then uh, we got hit in 2005 in Florida with two back-to-back -back hurricanes that really kind of messed up the business and everything. And uh, there wasn't a whole lot of work to go around. So I, uh, I eventually broke from there and went to go work for Dent Wizard because they were hiring at the time and I needed to make money. Yes. So... Yeah, exactly. So then that's when I signed on with that 500-pound gorilla. And then right, you probably so, worked there for so many years before you decided, hey, it's time for me to move on, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. About 15 years I worked with Dent Wizard up until uh, a little over a year ago, about a year and a half ago, is when I finally broke away from there and decided uh, I needed to uh, go on my own. I felt like I kind of outgrew the company. Mm -hmm. I was butting heads with managers that didn't know what I knew. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm at the time 19 years into the business and I'm just uh, I just felt like I outgrew them and I needed to go my own direction. No hard feelings or anything. Dent Wizard was was an absolute great company to me. Great I company. have nothing. Yeah, nothing bad to say about them at all. They they taught me everything I know about the business side of things mm -hmm. and and more. And I learned a lot of my skills and stuff working with Dent Wizard, uh, my people skills, uh, I was able to up my, uh, you know, my technical skills. I mean, like everything. Dent Wizard really honed me mm -hmm. and made me the technician I am today. Mm -hmm. And then once I just got to that point, really felt like I outgrew them is when I moved on. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of hard to to leave the company. It, it was oh, it was very hard. Yeah, yeah, it was very hard. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys have, you know, had conversation about it, like what you should do, whether this is going to be a good move or not. And then. Oh, several. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that, that's the same the same thing with me and Mike. When we make a decision, it's like, OK, let's 
think this over. And then sometimes he'll be like, you thought about this issue so many times that I'm like done with it. I'm like, no, right. I'm trying to nitpick everything because I want to be able to predict where is this going to go, you know? Right. Well, you have to prepare for what if it doesn't work out. So you really have to make sure you're, you're, you're ready, you know, to take this big leap of faith, you know, and, and you got to be on the same page. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now that you are doing um, your own business, you're on your own. How is that like now? It is actually a, a breath of fresh air. It was very, very scary at first, mm-hmm. um, but fortunately, I, I have a name down here in this area in the business for 20 years now, over 20 years, almost 21, um, and I was able to hit the ground running. I still had a lot of contacts. A lot of people knew of me, mm-hmm. and once the word got out that I had the time and that I started my own business, uh, it actually didn't didn't take too long before I was able to pick up enough work and stay busy and really start reaping the benefits of not paying a company, you know, half of what I make. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it was, uh, it it actually wasn't all that different than working for a dent wizard because you're kind of self-managed in a, in a, in a strange way. Uh, so it's just, uh, I just don't answer to anybody telling me what to do anymore day to day. I'm, I'm the top now. But I still boss. do the same things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm the boss now, but my day to day is still kind of the same. You know, I still I still mix up what I got to do between the wholesale and retail side of things. And I'm still managing myself, except I just keep all my money now. So it's definitely nice. It's been a good thing. And uh, I almost wish I did it sooner. <laughs> I think I remember. I don't remember now how many years ago. It might have been like three or four years. I think I one point me and grace were talking about it i don't know if you remember grace you know like Mm -hmm. like yeah so he so you mentioned that derek is thinking about you know doing something and i'm like yeah you should do it you just don't know what's on the other side if you don't you know if you don't take a leap of faith and i'll tell you what that conversation really you know hit home with me and and i took that bit of encouragement i said you know what derek i said mary's right we should we should just do this you know you're never going to know if this is going to work unless we do it so Mm -hmm. that's true yeah, and, um, but also, you know, Derek's success with the business so far um, is a testimony to his reputation. It's it, mm-hmm. you have to, you know, stay stay positive and stay good with the clients, you mm-hmm. know, because your reputation will supersede you. you That's know? why I like you, Grace, because you make sense. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, seriously, does. people don't realize this that if your reputation yeah. is bad, that's mm-hmm. all they're going to remember. It's hard to come yeah. back from that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So that's why these big companies or like big names, like, you know, like Michael Phelps, they hire a PR public relation to kind of like fix the problem they created. But that's so, so for us, you know, small people, you know, we are not big famous people like them. It's like reputation is everything. So you don't want to ruin your reputation, Mm -hmm. especially in the industry you're going to serve because that's your customers. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's not a large industry. Yes. It's a yeah. small industry, especially That's where you guys industry. at, you know, that I think yeah. the reason why he's doing so well in his you know, business right now is because he's got all those relationships that he did so well with the customers. Right. And that's why, yeah, they remember him. Oh, I'll support him. He's a good guy. Absolutely. And word of mouth. I mean, he's gotten so many referrals, which really, really helps. That's good. Definitely. Oh, I know, Grace, that you have a job, like a full-time job, right? <laughs> I do have a full-time job. Besides being a mother and a wife, I do carry a full-time job, and I am a full-time student right now. What? What are you? What, oh, I didn't know that. So what What are you going yeah. for? Are you like... Well, 
Another curveball. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'll start off with saying, you know, I've been a police officer for 25 years. So I am a full-time police officer. Um, I'm actually getting ready to retire. So prior to my retirement, it was really important for me to finish my degree. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's something that I started, you know, I started my career right out of high school. I, I got hired when I was 19 years old. So I never finished wow. um, college. Uh-huh. And of course, working shift work and being in, in my industry, uh, it, it was just nearly impossible to get a schedule going where I could do um, college. And now I have a son who is getting ready to go to college. So how could I preach to him that college was so important and you're going to need this for your future when I hadn't finished myself? So it was, it was on my bucket list and uh-huh. I was determined to get this done before I retired. So um, it's more for me. Uh-huh. I feel like it's a good example for my son. But honestly, it's, it's, it's a personal thing that I just want to finish my degree. So I'm, I'm currently working towards my bachelor degree in criminal justice management. Yes, yes. That yeah. sounds so good, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, I'm on the same page with you on this. You can't preach to, you know, you can't preach to your right. kid if you're right. not going to do, you know what I mean? It's like practice what Correct. you preach, right? Absolutely. So that's good. So how many more years before you finish? Um, college or work? College. Well, college, I graduate in April. I have, um, after the semester, which is almost done, I have uh, four classes to go. So I will graduate April 26th. Of 2021. Of 2021. Oh, congrats. Yes, we're almost done. I'm all excited for you because you know what? (laughs) I know what it's like to be in school, like four years of schooling and then testing and, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, quizzes and all this stuff. It's like very, very stressful. That's why I made sure. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah, no, I'm agreeing. Uh, It is. It's just stressful to do school, especially as an adult. Yeah. So that's why I made sure that I finished Mm -hmm. college before I have kids because, it's hard to go back. I actually want to go back to get my master's, but I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know. Because, you know, we have all these businesses that I'm helping, you know, Mike with and right. or we're trying to run. So and then I have two kids that are like teenagers now. They're like they're like very active in their sport. So I know what it's like. But um, I'm so glad. And when are you retiring? You said you're retiring soon. Um, I am. I'm actually retiring February 1st. So uh, this year for MTE will be a little bit of a celebration for me, a little bit of a getaway, a celebration. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, let me just clarify this. I'm, I'm going to retire February 1st. However, uh-huh. we have a, a deferred retirement program within my department. So I will be, you can stay up to an extra five years. So uh-huh. I'm going to do an extra 14 months and then I'll be done. So I'll be officially retired February 1st, but I won't sever service for 14 months. So I'll stay with the department for just a little bit longer. Oh. Um, yeah. And oh, then and then I'll be, save up some more money. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really a nice program that they have, uh, you know, where they reinvest what my retirement would be. Uh-huh. You know, I continue making my current paycheck, but whatever my retirement is, they reinvest that money. And you can stay up to five years. So it's just, um, you know, it builds my 401k and my retirement fund. Uh-huh. I like <clears> it when, you know, I like it that you guys have a plan, you know, I mean, you're planning oh, ahead, you know, like five mm-hmm. years, 10 years. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. And then once yeah. you're done with work, then you said, you know, and then you graduate with a degree. Where do you want to go with this? Do you want to like... You know, I joke and I, people ask me all the time, what do you want to do when you retire? And I say, I want to be a housewife. <laughs> I, I want to take care of my family. I want to take care. I want to be home with my animals. I want to, you know, I just, you know, but in all reality, I probably end up um, working with Derek and helping Derek with the business. Uh-huh. Um, I'm really interested in, in his business. Uh, for me, it would be a natural uh, progression because uh-huh. I'm in a very male dominated 
profession as it is, and I feel that that um, PDR is the same. So it's oh, really, yeah. And you know, after going to the conventions, and, you know, I've met a lot of people. And I know a lot of people now. I'm very comfortable with it, uh-huh. and I feel like it's just a real easy move for me to yeah. go into that industry and help him. See, that's good because um, mm-hmm. then now there's like two heads you know, running the company. That's it's like, right. it's like me and Mike, because there's certain things he doesn't see and I will see it. So I'll put right. it to his attention. I'm like, I always think that two heads better than one. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. We yeah. definitely bounce ideas off of each other. And, yeah, always. Although know, I'm a little, I was going to say, although I'm a little bit worried because once Mrs. Demon comes aboard, I won't be the boss. <laughs> Mrs. Demon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Demon. I like that one. Oh, that's I'll your... be the boss at home. You be the boss at work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We don't, it's weird because Mike and I, we don't look at it like that. It's basically, it's just like, well, he tries to like, you know, I'm the boss. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the, yeah, but then it's, you know, to run seriously, to run a business and to make it mm-hmm. successful, it will take two people collaborating with each other or even however right. many, you know, employees do you have in the future. So yeah. I always believe that even those big companies, I always believe that the reason why they're successful is because it's not just management or the upper management running it. It's also collaboration with the lower people that works for them. You Absolutely. know, Yes. So. Yeah. So that's good. Oh, so in the meantime, the reason why I ask you, Grace, is because um, I I know you work full time. You said you're also taking care of the what? How many kids you guys have? Sorry, I didn't oh, know. Just one. Just that one? One's enough. That's okay. a lot of work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> More than enough. Yeah. He's 16. He's almost 17 years old. So actually, he's, you know, he's pretty self-sufficient. It's almost like we have a little roommate here. Oh, uh, it's like the same age as my son. Does he drive yes, yet? exactly. He has his um, restricted license, um, but he really doesn't have a big interest in driving. Like, you know, and he's not in a big rush to get his his regular driver's license and go. <laughs> I have a car here and everything for him to drive, but uh-huh. not, not, a, not a lot of interest. You and know, I, 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 think it's the, it's, I think it's that generation. My son is the same way. I was going to say that. Uh, most of my friends that I talk to, uh-huh. all the kids are this. The girls have more drive than the boys, apparently. Uh-huh. Um, but none of them are in a huge rush. Is he a gamer? Is he a gamer? Big gamer. That's all he does. That's why he doesn't want to drive. He doesn't leave his room. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, but he's very into computers. So that's what he'll be going to school for, to college, to computer science. And he's, you know, he's loving it. So. Oh, that's good. We got to foster that. Yeah. So I know you're managing the house and the, you know, your full-time job. And then, so right now, Derek is doing this business, you know, like started it Mm -hmm. from ground up. So do you can do you kind of help him still right now or <clears throat> since you're not full time? Um, quite honestly, besides offering him my opinion when he asks, um, <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really you- don't know how he started this business or or I you know he he would have to teach me a lot, you know, yeah. uh, for me to to catch up. You know, this um, I'd be out of my element. Okay, so yeah, right, right now, now he's right doing now. it full time. Yeah, she's doing it full time. Okay. Right, right now, she's useless to me, but for yeah. good reason. <laughs> for, for good but reason. once I have available time on my hands and I can sit down and I can learn how to run the business, you know, uh-huh. and he'll show me, you know, 
I guess, you know, books and billing and, yeah. you know, and, and all that stuff, you know, and I, I'm able to catch up to so I'm a quick learner. I'll, I'll get it. See, that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's, that's the hardest part. That's why I had to uh, I had to quit my job because I told my husband when we started the company, that was like in 2001. I know mm-hmm. I knew then that Mike couldn't do it on his own. Mm-hmm. And even if I hire someone, so that means that now I, you know, now I'm starting a new business and then I'm going to like pay someone <clears throat> right away. What happens if they're not even up to par right. with running it with Mike, you know, to. Right. Right. So that's why. I quit my job. I had to make that decision. And I said, I just have to like do this with Mike a hundred percent because if oh, I, yeah. yeah, which, which is not bad because now it's like in a, you know, we're in a place now that, that I can say that it's all worth it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. This is going to be basically the family business. So, um, it, it's all working out as it should, mm-hmm. as far as timing, so, you know, I'll be able to retire with my full pension and he's starting the new business. And, uh, you know, it's just a nice, easy transition, a nice flow. Everybody can work together. And um, I think, I guess, you know, things happen as they're supposed to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, kudos to Derek for doing everything, you know, like pushing dance yeah. and answering the phone, probably booking. Right. Yeah. He's doing it all. Oh, no, I'm a, I'm a one man band, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, but it, but again, it's, it's still just second nature to me. This is the same thing I've been doing for ages now for decades. So, um, I'm used to it. It's, it's no big deal. I'm basically just on autopilot. And again, the only difference is I'm, I'm the boss now. Uh-huh. So once Grace finally has time, because that's the other thing. Yeah. Grace will need to retire before she can really help me with this because she works a ton. She works more uh-huh. than me uh-huh. by far with, with all the overtime and extra details she uh, does as a police officer to make sure her retirement's going to be nice and solid. And then adding school on top of that, uh-huh. there's no way I could fit her in to trying to learn something right now. Uh-huh. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I work 80 yeah. hour weeks as it is. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy how much My she works. Time is really limited, but I mean, it's for the, it's for the future, you know, yeah. like it's, it's for a goal and I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like we're almost there and, I got to say, Derek is is uh, very, very supportive. He's been a huge supporter of me, you know, continuing my education and finishing my career. Oh, so he really I pushes like me. that. Derek's no, but very that's, unique. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's good. That's why I think your relationship really works, right? Because. Oh, yeah. Oh, Plus, yeah. it keeps her out of my hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it takes for both of us, I think, a special kind of man and a special kind of woman to make this kind of a relationship work doing mm-hmm. what we do. Because I'm in, a, sure. again, a male-dominated environment. I'm surrounded by men all day. Uh, most men might get jealous of that mm-hmm. or might not like that. You know, um, and he's very understanding. He's very, uh, you know, supportive. He's friends with all the guys that I work with. I mean, you know, so it takes a special person, you know, and likewise, you know, I have to understand when he, you know, and he's busy and he's doing his thing and he can't answer the phone. And Uh I get it. You know, we totally understand and we totally get it. So um, it's a give and take. Yeah, you're right about that, Grace, that it takes a special person to be able to be in a relationship with a strong woman. And, and, right. and, you know, cause not a lot of men can handle a strong woman. You know, I don't know if you know <clears throat> that about, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's true. No, it, no, it is I, true, I, but I, it's true. I definitely know. I remember telling him when we, when we first, you know, we're dating and he's like, what are you looking for? I go, I'm not looking for anything. I don't need you to take care of me. I don't need, I just need you to love me. I can take care of myself, <laughs> you know? So, um, and you know, it just works. 
it just worked. Uh-huh. Yeah, I actually prefer that. I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to that old school stuff where the woman just stays home and takes care of everything, and the man makes all the money. I've never been interested in that. Uh, and in fact, even as a teenager, I've always been interested in older women because I've just been attracted to that, uh, you know, a woman that could take care of herself that doesn't need me. And yeah. that was part of my attraction to Grace. She doesn't need me. Yeah. A lot of these relationships I see are out out of a need. But yep. no, that, that that's not attractive to me. I like the want. I like a powerful woman that makes her own money, makes her own decisions. She doesn't need me at all. I'm only around because she wants me around. And to me, <laughs> that's, that's what counts. Uh-huh. But vice versa, he doesn't need me either. He could have whatever woman he wants right but we yeah, better each other we we help each other be better people yes we i like that pushing one. each other and you know it, it's just you, it, you it's, challenge each other we challenge each other yeah yes. we are better for each other yeah 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 Absolutely. My, grace makes me a better man for sure yeah oh here's the thing what i'm kind of noticing with our conversation now derek because you're running okay. this business on your own do you know that it takes a highly, highly organized person to even run a company by himself? So I'm assuming you're organized. Am I right? To or some degree. To some degree. <laughs> I think he's more organized with his business than he is at home. Because <laughs> I find myself picking up and organizing a lot here. I think I have the OCD here. Yeah, well, I, I think from, from having to keep it together and stay organized all day, you know, and be mobile and on the run constantly, the last thing I want to do is think about organization and, and keeping shit together when I get home. When I get home is when I just kick off my shoes yeah. and I just want to uh, decompress. No. He is. He's very organized. I mean, when it comes right down to his tools, to everything, you mm-hmm. know, paperwork. He is organized, you know, because it makes his life easier, makes the job yes. easier, right? So I don't mind picking up around the house and organizing everything around the house. That's that's good because you know what? Um, the way I'm looking at it is that, it, like what you just said, Grace, give and take, you know, I mean, you can't win it all, right? <laughs> no, absolutely not. And, you know, if I need help, he'll help me, you know? <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Well, that's good. So business is good. As far as marketing, do you do your own marketing too, um, Derek? Um, yeah, but very little because I, I, I really, I, I really don't need uh, to market very much. Uh, uh-huh. Most of my business is geared into the wholesale direction, mm-hmm. and these dealerships that I do work for keep me very busy, and it, it and it's a lot. So mm-hmm. I can only do so many retails and just for me being in the business so long in the same area, I get a lot of retails without doing a thing marketing, as far yeah. as marketing. Right. Yeah. But, but, it's, but other than that, my only real marketing is just my website, my business cards, my, you know, my logo. I, I hand out, you know, t-shirts for free to customers and people at dealerships. I post on my social media accounts, my, my Facebook, my Instagram and for me, that's just enough right now. <laughs> that's good. You know, up, in, up until I get to a point where I, I need to bring on a, a, another person or two. I mean, I, I do have a guy who helps me out right now, two, three days a week, uh-huh. <clears throat> um, because it's just I've just needed it with the wholesale accounts I have. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm hoping to bring on more work, and then I'm thinking about maybe branching out and adding more retail to it, and then that's when I'll really get into the marketing campaign. Then, yes. And then that's when you also get into like trying to decide who are you going to hire? Because the hiring process in our industry is even harder because I remember Mike is saying, hey, we can get some help from, you know, this person who's looking for a job. Well, you know, another technician, that's what he was referring to. But then I'm like, 
Well, in this industry, it's not like any other industry. It's like different because if you bring them on, you're kind of like, well, sometimes they will just leave without notice or you know what I'm saying? As far as loyalty, it's like I can't get into the details because I don't want to piss anyone off. But (laughs) (laughs) I will say that this is a hard business to keep in, you know, people who are whether they're subcontracted or employees because it's it's just such a business that's easy to make money and mm-hmm. it's easy it, it at the very least it seems easy to do on your own and mm-hmm. people are so enticed by going out and and wanting to make that hundred percent kind of like I did when mm-hmm. I was done working for corporations and everybody sees it that way so it's it's real hard to find that loyalty where people aren't going to try to bite off more than they can handle and, and maybe even try to take your business from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it comes down to greed. Mm-hmm. So you just, you just said it. I couldn't say it, but you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I see it all the time and, and the people that I do bring in close to me that work with me and whatnot are people that I, that I very, very much trust people that I know people that I've put time into and people that I've vetted. They're not just anybody's. So I can only imagine if I got big enough to where I had to start hiring anybody's, I would be really worried and Uh make sure my contracts are ironclad. (laughs) Yeah. So social media. So you mentioned earlier that you do your social media as far as, you know, posting stuff for your little bit of marketing here and there. I think at one point we talked about it, you know, the pros and cons about social media. And I was like, oh, I want to bring Derek on my podcast because, (laughs) you know, it's just the stuff that comes out of his mouth. It's like, you know, the voice of reason. And I know Grace has something to do with it, too. So I'm like, okay, social media, what do you think about it? Both of you guys, actually, you know, these are questions for both of you. I think I don't have time to do it. I'm so busy. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm more of a voyeur. I don't post a whole lot of stuff, but I read everything. And I'm thinking some of the things I read are crazy. Um, and I feel like social media in some aspect has been a downfall of the society. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too easy for people to have to voice their opinions on there. And, and then it just spawns these arguments and, and just terrible terrible stuff you know so Derek, what do you think well or they can just ramble on about stuff exactly everybody's an expert and nobody facts checks anything people just see something and just post it and i you know sometimes i I have to take a social media break like i'll I'll have to like get (laughs) off of there for 30 days at a time because i just I can't. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot. Sometimes it's a lot. It's sometimes especially so. now in the political environment that we're in. Mm-hmm. I, I just want, I don't, I'm over it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well for me, I just like, I'm very careful of what I absorb, you know, like it's almost mm-hmm. like reading an article or a book. If it's not, if it's like trash, I'm not going to read. I'm not going to even bother looking at it. But if it's something that's, you know, it's got substance or like a lesson that you learn from it, then I will take the time to read it. But you can tell right away, though, if it's like, you know, something like a make believe or not. I mean, I hope people can tell the difference right away. (laughs) I would hope. hope. Uh, Yeah, well, that's, that's the problem. The minute you hear some wild shit. And, and someone else, it, it kind of fits their narrative a little bit. They'll also run with it. I mean, it, it, it's nuts what people think. <laughs> what? Okay, so I'm going to go deep into this, okay? It's like society. 
So, so Derek, what do you think? Why do they run with it? I mean, I, I would think that, let's say, an adult would know what's right and wrong, what's fake and what's not. So why do you think they would run with it? Well, because adults don't know right and wrong, and they, they, they can't <laughs> decipher what's fake and what's not. I mean, that's just the world we live in. I mean, every dummy with a phone has an opinion now, and it's, and it's madness. And now everyone who is a dummy with a phone can challenge all the experts and have their ideas, and then all the other dodo birds come in and back up their ideas against the experts, and then they, they form this clan against the world and now all of a sudden, experts aren't experts anymore, and truth isn't truth, and facts aren't facts, and it's it's just nuts. So I do my best to stay away from all that freaking nonsense on the social media. But at the same time, social media is a necessary evil when you're a business owner. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right about yeah. that. Because I think social media should be only used for business, right? So that way we don't have to pay a lot of money to a marketing company to do our marketing. So that's right. the positive thing about it. But I think people are just posting whatever they want to post. It's like, it's ruining our society. That's that's the way I look at it. 100%. Yeah, no, no, for sure. It's uh, it, It's definitely tough to watch too because it is just just craziness like i said experts aren't experts anymore because the dodo birds say so and it's like well good lord you know you guys have faith in other things like magic tricks and gods but you have no faith in the experts these people that spent tens and thousands or 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 even more getting their education every year and spending you know years upon years in school studying this stuff and people don't listen to them anymore it's it's a real sad thing And it's kind of making me actually worry with the kids. You know, I mean, my time, I'm really old, you know, and I don't know how many more years I'm going to be here, but I'm just worried (laughs) for the younger generation, right? Because if it's like affecting our society now, well, can you imagine, you know, what's going to happen in the future? So that's what's worrying me. So that's why with my kids, I'm always like communicating with them. And, you know, luckily they're not on social media a lot of times like other kids but um mm-hmm. yeah i make it a point to sit down because my son is not big on social media either you mm-hmm. know he's too busy with his gaming but i do make it a point to sit down with him and we talk about current events and we talk about things that are happening and we talk about social media and we talk about exactly what we're talking about right now mm-hmm. and i i, I stress on the importance of fact checking Yes. Don't just go by what somebody <clears throat> posts or somebody says. You have to do your due diligence, mm-hmm. you know, in order to form your opinion Good. before you go and you put it out there. Mm-hmm. So we, I'm really big about, you know, about that and talking to him, making sure, you know, he's on the right page. What about you, Derek? Uh, I'm on board with that. I'm I'm big on the fact checking and check multiple sources, check the credibility of your sources before yes. you just go spurting shit out of your mouth. That doesn't make any sense because all your conspiracy buddies say so, you know, that sort of a thing. Uh, I, I say when you when you hear something that sounds crazy, just just step back and, and, and take a skeptical standpoint. I'm skeptical of everything. So I I, I try to bring in the reasoning where I can and fact check it get credible sources. Don't, don't, don't look to areas that fit your narrative, things that say things you like, you got to look in uncomfortable areas and really find the truth in things. And we try to teach him that because we don't want him to grow up and be one of these dodo birds we're talking about on social media. <laughs> no, I and want so, him to be well-versed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so far it's working. He is a skeptical kid. He's not easily uh, swayed into, yeah. swayed into things. Yeah. He's uh 
He asks his own questions. He doesn't buy into a lot of the goofy stuff that most people don't buy into, you know? Uh-huh. So um, that's that's good there. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think it was, was it yesterday? I was having a conversation with my son and he was, I don't remember what it was anymore, but he was like telling me stuff that I was like thinking in my head. I'm like, wow, okay, I know I raise a good kid when he's actually teaching me stuff. He's teaching me to question things like what's out there with the younger generation, you know, what's happening with the younger generation or how they see things. So it's giving Mm -hmm. me insight of how they're thinking even. Yeah, well, that's important, too, because we have to understand we do have to understand the younger generation, you know, so I think that's important to get their aspect on things Mm -hmm. like why are they forming these opinions and where are they getting this from? So Mm -hmm. I enjoy those conversations with my son. Yeah, the same thing with me, because, um, you know, I mean, there are kids out there, they don't talk to their parents about stuff because they actually they hide it because I don't Mm -hmm. know, for whatever reason. But I have told my kids that I want us to have open communication so that way we can, you know, same here. We can mm-hmm. fix the problem. If you have a problem, we can fix it. I, I will help you. I won't judge you. Yes, we do the yeah, same. No, big same. time. And a big part of that is not forcing your ideas or your ideologies on your kids. <clears throat> I think there's a there's a big issue there as well. Some of these kids, they're they're raised with this indoctrination from their parents. And, and then they have all these ideas forced in their head at an early age that a lot of times just aren't correct or true mm-hmm. or maybe not maybe not right so we we try to raise ours with the idea that he's his own person and he's free to think how he wants as long as he does his due diligence and looks into things i'm, I'm like the same way with you guys well i'm i'm glad that you know i found another couple who's <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I found another couple who's doing the same thing because I truly believe that if we do this to our kids, then, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of like bridge the gap. It's like, yeah, because like I believe the baby boomers back then didn't understand our generation. I don't I think you guys are close to my age, probably. Uh, I am. Okay. So, <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> I, I don't know how old you are, Mary. Uh, uh, you know, hey, I have no shame here. I'm like about 50. I turned 50 this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you look I'm, I'm amazing closer to your age. Oh, I'm thank older you. than Derek. You're, know. you're older than Derek? You, you yeah, don't look. Oh, okay. I'm his cougar. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he was yeah, just I talking just about older. that she earlier. Ages. She ages like wine and I age like fruit. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, um, yeah, you don't look like it. I think I think we mm-hmm. had this conversation too, remember, when yeah. we went to MTE? I'm like, oh, Grace, you look so awesome. You know, you look great for your age i think i said something like that yeah you did you did yeah thank you you're welcome but yeah so that's what i'm saying um with the baby boomers back then when i was in school you know i think it was high school they were like they can't figure us out our generation they're trying to figure out well why do you guys do this why do you do that because somehow they weren't communicating but right. that's why I told myself back then that once I have kids, I'm going to make sure there's open communication in my household and everyone's on yes. the same page. Even yes. I'm a true believer of you have to be a role model to your kids as well as yes. what they see is what they're going to copy. So it's like monkey see, monkey do. Right. Yeah. So I make sure that I'm doing the right thing so that way they will be doing the right thing too. It's so important. Really yeah, or, or at least 
or at least they see a, a path that is in the correct direction and then they're choose to they're they're free to choose their way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, that's why I'm going back with this, um, you know, with your logo, Derek, because you're saying you're attracted to demon, this and this and that. It's totally opposite. Once people get to know you, there's like some, you know, goodness in you that you want to spread goodness to the world. You know what I'm saying? Because this is yeah. what your morals and values in life. Right. Uh-uh. Right. Absolutely. So if people sees you that, hey, this is what you support, you know, like demon stuff or whatever that is, but it's not really who you are. That's why I said it's not really who you are. It's totally opposite. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just (laughs) just something I like, you know, like maybe I'm into a certain kind of cars, you know, I'm into certain kinds of movies, you know, where maybe you like comedies and she likes, you know, romantic stuff. You know, what, what, what's the difference on my little opinions here and there? It doesn't make me who I am. It's just part of who I am. So that's that's, that's the other problem with social media is there's a, everybody's got this facade and everybody's judging you solely based on that. And they either hate you or love you on such a small fraction of what makes you who you are. It's, it's bananas. That's mm-hmm. why we should have more conversation. And you know what surprises me is because, like I said, I'm old now, right? Back in the old days. <laughs> You're, not <laughs> but, old. You're not old, Mary. <laughs> well, I, I like to think of myself like old, but I don't feel old, you know. But you back in, yeah, back in the old days, I grew up on things like, hey, you have to communicate. Hey, you have to um talk to people that are different than you and have conversations. So you guys, you know, uh, when you're communicating, you're probably gaining more knowledge where other people are coming from their, you know, their, their perspective. Right. But somehow people in, you know, the society now, they don't want to talk to you if you guys don't think alike. Yeah. They're promoting that. It's not okay to be different, you know, um, which is totally uh, wrong, right? Which is wrong. Yeah. Correct. 100% wrong. 100% wrong. Because I it's think... It's okay. That's what makes us who we are. We're supposed to have differing opinions, you know? Yeah. But they're vilifying everything. If you yeah. don't agree with them, you're on the wrong team. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all cult-like behavior nowadays, and it's all, it's all because of social media. You know, you're in these social media cults, and there's no... There's no... There, you, there's, there, there's, there's no... You don't, you don't have to deal with your actions when you're online. You know, there's no repercussions. Uh-huh. You could say whatever you want behind a keyboard. But meanwhile, it would be a totally different conversation if we were talking face to face. You wouldn't say these mean things to me about what you think of my opinion on something. We would probably just talk like normal human beings and move on to another subject that we probably have more in common. In, and we could actually be friends. Yeah. But instead, everyone behind the keyboard wants to just blurt out what they're thinking because, again, there's no repercussions. You're not going to get punched in the mouth or called out for your bullshit. And it just goes in the wrong direction. Everything goes awry. And then it's just this crazy madness. Well, you made a good point, Derek. You're saying that it's a social media cult. I didn't really look at it like that until lately I'm seeing it. And you just basically blurt it out. And I'm like, you're right. Somehow, if you're not, yeah, if you (laughs) doesn't fit in their narrative, then you're an outsider. And I don't think Mm. that's how we should, I don't think our society should go that way. Well, that's part of the problem with the social media is that you can form your little, your little circles and cults on there. And when you log on, you, you friended the people that think exactly the same way as you. You're a member in the group of those people that support the same thing as you. And you all talk about that one thing or, or the topics that you all stew over and you 
instantly start to hate other people that don't agree with your little group and cult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, 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 it's craziness. And talking through text or, or typing behind the keyboard is, it really is the most piss poor way to communicate with other human beings. And we're starting to see the results of it, the, the repercussions. It's actually bringing this country um, backwards. Yes. You know, we've, we've progressed so far over the, over the years. And now it seems that we're taking 10 steps back. Yes. We're just reverting, you know, and now, you know, it, things have to change. <laughs> yeah. I just think for the sake of our, I don't know, our kids, exactly. right? For the future. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for the yeah, sake no, of we've, we've we've got to figure it out. We've got we've got to fix this social media stuff because right now it's fuck you and your opinions, but please support my business. You know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> yeah, you can't have it all. Can't we all just get along? Yeah. yeah, there's already a problem in our society as far as communication. It's like a gap, and then I think with the social media, it just made it worse because now it's mm -hmm. like. It's totally went a different direction than what these people probably, uh, yeah, yeah, intended to do when they created social media. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah, thought it was supposed to be happy. We're going to share happy moments and times <clears throat> and family and photos. No, oh, boy. Did yeah. we get a, a ride? Yeah. yeah. If you have a good heart, I don't care what you look like or who you support. Right. That's what exactly. matters. Right. Exactly. Yes. It, it means not, nothing to me who you who you support or what, you know. Yeah. But and I support police officers. <laughs> Thank you. That's why we could, that's why we clicked the first time I met you because I yeah. have so much respect for police officers. We even need though all the support they, we can get right now. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Even though yeah. they, they even though they keep giving me tickets, you know, traffic tickets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's not get into the stereotypes in your drive. Uh, no, no, no. I, I don't mind it. So I just figured that. But you know what? I, well, speaking of that, the, the, I got pulled over recently. I think it was last week. But the police officer said, well, ma'am, you broke three traffic violations, but I'm only going to give you one. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's my lucky day. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll take that. <laughs> oh, Grace, Grace would have let you get off on all of them. <laughs> Probably. I haven't, the paperwork. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't been pulled over by female police officers yet. But you know what? Here's my thing, though, Grace. Don't give anyone a slack. If they break the rule or a law, give them the mm -hmm. ticket, you know? Well, you know, here's my thing. Like, I, I've worked in many different um, divisions in the police department over the years. And currently I'm assigned to the Marine patrol unit. Mm -hmm. So I'm a licensed boat captain. Uh, I'm on the water. That's what I do all day. I don't drive around the streets anymore. Mm -hmm. I drive, you know, on the water, mm -hmm. patrol the bay. Um, and that's the, for most people, boating is a, is a fun recreational activity. So everybody, they just want to go out and buy a boat and get out on the water and enjoy, especially here in South Florida. You know, we have all the sunshine, the warm weather. It's just gorgeous out there and I don't blame them. Mm -hmm. And they don't even realize half the time that there are actual rules on the water there's you know just rules <clears> of <throat> the roads as far as driving and right away just like on a street and mm -hmm. they have no they're clueless mm -hmm. so half of the people that i stop for violations mm -hmm. um i end up just educating them you know i mm -hmm. really feel that that most of my job at least on while being in marine patrol is education because mm -hmm. yep. people just don't know and nobody tells them mm -hmm. you know they just want to sell them a boat and make a dollar mm -hmm. but they don't tell them what they need to learn mm -hmm. you know so it's it's, it's really a lot of my job is education and I, I, I probably don't write as many tickets as I 
give warnings. Yeah. Do Do you have like a quota or no? Like like no, no, oh, absolutely not. Uh, okay. No, that's just a myth. There's no quota. You know, that's an that's an awful that's an awful myth. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, you well, I learned something today. <laughs> at work, you know. Yeah. And how are you going to show you're being productive? But by doing your job, by writing citations or stopping people, even education. You know, so not everything has to end negatively or in a in a citation. You know, we can always end on a positive note. And most of the time. People thank me and, you know, and, uh-huh. and we both go about our business and have a nice day. I like that. So, so and then I learned something new today just by talking to you. That, oh, did you? The, that, yeah, that this quota, that it's just a myth. You know, the one that I just mentioned. It is. It's a myth. It's a myth. It goes right along with every cop is, is horrible, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So we have horrible doctors and horrible lawyers and not everybody's corrupt, you know. It's yeah. just one or two in the bunch that ruins it for everybody. Exactly. So, no, that's how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I, we have cop friends. Actually, sometimes, yeah. you know, Mike will be like, oh, I got a ticket. Let me find my friend who to, to, to mm-hmm. kind of like, you it know, always helps have a friend, right? <laughs> well, if it's like a window tent, you know, because he has this right. thing that he likes to tint his window really dark. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. I can't even see out the car. I'm like, legal, <clears throat> And I so he, and we do have cop friends that you know, have our backs. And they can sign off on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah ha- have our backs. But like I said, I, you know, support you guys and Thank I you. I respect you guys, you know, have like high regard Thank for you. you. That's why I think maybe we, you know, it's like, and I showed it the first time I met you after I found out yes, you're a cop. You did. Yeah. After I found out you're a cop, I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. You're a cop like, and you're a woman. <laughs> and I said, and who's your, who's your husband? Which you're guy all, that that? Guy. <laughs> I said, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's been a great career though. It's really has. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that I fell into this profession. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, I know another cop female friends here. There you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So anyways, um, I really appreciate you guys coming on my podcast. Um, well, thanks for having us. I know. Yeah, absolutely. It's been thanks fun. for thinking so highly of us to have a song. I know, <laughs> right? Always. Okay. Well, thanks, Derek and Grace Kessler. Yes. The Kesslers. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. And we're You're actually, welcome. Uh, are, are, are you going to be at MTE, Mary? Because we'd love to see you. I know. We're planning to go. Uh, but you know what? We'll find out because everything is uh, going bananas right now. It's like, yeah, ca- yeah, that's yeah, in the air. I mean, we're going to go regardless just to get away for a few days. So if there's no MTE, then we're just going to go, go make the best of it and have dinners and whatnot. And okay. Do our thing. Well, you know everything's what? still open. Yeah. Well, thank mm-hmm. you both. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Derek and Grace. Once again. Oh, thank you. Fun okay. being on. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, folks. That's another awesome episode of Mary Unapologetic. Actually, follow me. I have a website now. It took three months, you know, but because I'm very picky and I want everything to be perfect, it took three months to finish my website. It's actually MaryLeeToledo.com. Again, it's Mary. LeeToledo.com. Bye.